Welcome to the Remote Work Podcast. This podcast is presented by clearword.com. Plan and organize meetings more collaboratively and have them automatically summarized into meeting minutes so that you can catch up with any meeting you couldn't attend. All your colleagues' knowledge searchable in your central library of meetings. Clearword, meetings redesigned. How to work remotely as a small business owner. Small businesses have been hit by so many challenges over the course of the pandemic, including, but not in the least limited to, supply chain issues, rising inflation, staff shortages, and navigating employee well-being. But the greatest strain of all has been a loss of revenue. A recent survey by Goldman Sachs said that 71% of small businesses' income had suffered, while 37% said their business had closed or scaled back because of the Omicron variant. So in this context, it might be wise for the survival of both you and your business to consider switching to a different working model. Small businesses have been leading the way in successfully transitioning to both hybrid and fully remote models, according to a report by RingCentral, which showed that three in five small businesses are already remote or partially remote. So how can you successfully transition your small business into the world of remote working? Assess remote viability. The first thing to consider is how viable working remotely is for your business. If you're in the hospitality industry, maybe there are certain aspects of work that can be done remotely, but probably not all of them. However, if your business is more product or service focused, then it's very likely that you can run your business online. A good example is the D8 Design Co, which started out making candles in the first lockdown that were so in demand and successful that they've since expanded their offering into a lifestyle range that stocked both online and in high-end retail outlets across Dublin City. Jill Costello, a yoga teacher, pivoted her yoga teaching business to a remote model by teaching classes online instead of in person and organizing all-inclusive retreats to the Canary Island where she was based remotely. She also diversified her offering by developing a jewelry line specifically for yogis. If you're able to run your business remotely, then you need to assess what systems you should have in place to be able to do this as seamlessly as possible. What systems do you need to implement to make your business work remotely? Consider any aspects that you can outsource. So get a good accountant to do your bookkeeping and taxes, maybe investigate a drop shipping model for your product or take a fulfillment company on board to pack and ship your orders. Establish your brand. Awareness is key to the success of every business, but it's even more important if you're going to be working remotely. While having a physical presence helps to establish your brand and customers can get to know the company product and service by interacting with the business owner and staff in a brick and mortar premises that really showcases the brand's DNA, it can also hinder your dreams to go remote because of overhead, staffing issues and all the rest. Instead of having a physical space, what you can do to move your business remotely is to seek out existing local businesses that you can partner with to do pop-ups. This is a great way to introduce yourself to the right audience without the overheads of securing a long-term space. It also encourages cross-promotion through your partner's social channels, getting your brand even more exposure and helping you to build a supportive network of small businesses. Double down on digital. The potential for small businesses to go remote has been made possible in large part by the ability to double down on digital. 
Social media is key to this, regardless of your industry. According to a survey by The Manifest, 88% of small businesses said they are actively investing in social media, showing just how crucial it is to a business's success. Identify which platforms your customers are using and develop a strategy to promote your business there. That way, you're targeting your customers where they're already spending time online and reaching new customers who may not be aware of your offering. If you have the resources, try and enlist a digital marketing specialist or agency, as this can be way more effective, both time-wise and energy-wise, than doing it by yourself. Digital marketing and social media management is a really specified skill set and really requires a technical knowledge of a rapidly changing landscape that is hard to keep up with sometimes. In addition to social media, Make sure your website is working hard for you and always try to direct potential customers there as your web, your website really acts as a shop front for your business in the absence of a physical store or office. Shopify and Squarespace are easy to use e-commerce platforms that can also act as portfolios and content sites, and they have loads of social media integration and analytics. So look into supports for migrating your business online offered by local governments or local councils, such as the Trading Online Voucher Scheme offered through the local enterprise office in Ireland. Concentrate on communication. Niall Bodkin, chair of the e-commerce association, says that the battleground for the next 10 years in e-commerce isn't price. It's the overall experience. So customer service can be one of the biggest drains for small business owners. Consumer attitudes have radically shifted since the start of the pandemic. Accenture's Life Reimagined survey says that consumers are now more driven by convenience, trust, purpose and service rather than by quality and cost. And they're also increasingly demanding a multi-channel approach from companies, no matter what size they are. So this means that you have to be on all the time, on Instagram, on email. This spells danger for the small business owner because you can just have your time and energy sucked away by never ending customer service. Try and anticipate any pain points along your customer journey and provide solutions to these before they become a customer service request. Have a frequently asked questions page on your website, provide all of the necessary details when someone places an order or a booking and notify the customer when all of the relevant information has been done and an order has been completed and always make sure to follow up with a request for feedback. If this becomes a bad use of your time, get a customer service representative on board to help with the workload. Thank you for listening and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about remote work or would like to come on the podcast to talk about your workflow, please do not hesitate. Email us podcast at clearword.com.